Okay, we're continuing the Sefer Darach Koychav. So if you have the handout, it's on page Yudalev. Ach Ka'amor. So, first two weeks we, we focused on two different things. One, the first thing we said was that whenever we, uh, we learn the Sefer Lakutim Iran, the way Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter's Misaira on, on learning the Sefer is that we look at a Pasuk and we try to figure out why is Rav Nachman bringing this Pasuk, specifically what's going on behind the Pasuk, the, we had the Rishonim on the Pasuk. So the first Pasuk he brought was Ashri Tmimi Darech HaHochem Ataras Hashem. So we got into the concept of Tmimos, of a person learning, a person uh, serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu in a simple way, as, as a Tum, as a, uh, a simple, we, we use the term unsophisticated. That was something that was stressed. And we even spoke about how in, in learning Tyra specifically, a person has to learn Tmimos, I just uh, heard our rise and just gave a, there was just a video going around uh, introducing, uh, you know, the, the new year for Tara Vadas, uh, you know, social distancing and getting kids back to uh, hergal habits. So our rise happened to have been quoting Rav Palm Zetzal, and Rav Palm said, he, he would bemoan the fact that in yeshivas, they went away from teaching children how to just read Gemara, one line at a time, finger on the place, and to right away getting into the deep svaris and the thought process behind the Gemara, as opposed to uh, getting the hergel, the, the habit of just learning, just learning, because that's what learning is. Learning, learning is just reading and reading and reading, as opposed to the deep thought. He thought that we were uh, handicapping our children by not giving them the, 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 the years of, of learning Gemara, you know, one word at a time, one line, reading. Interesting. So I once heard a good marshal from Rav Moshe Weimager Shlita regarding the concept of, of serving Kaddish Baruch Hu and specifically by learning Tyra. So he, he spoke about how when you, when you have a, uh, you know, a five-year-old child in yeshiva and school, cheder, whatever you want to call it, they get their first siddur party. And that child, when he gets his first siddur, he is so excited. Now he has a siddur. And he has this beautiful, shiny siddur. And some yeshivas, they get all the parents come and you know, the rabbim give it out, the principal, the Rosh Hashiva, and he's excited. He has a siddur. A year or two later, they have a chumash party. So what does the child do? He looks at his siddur, and the siddur's not shining anymore. Eh, that's boring. Chumash. Now he's a chumash boy. Big chumash party, the grandparents come to school, the whole very wonderful thing. A year or two later, they have Mishnai's party. He looks at his chumash. Man, it's garbage. And think about it, when we grow up, how many of us know what the Siddur is? How many of us know Chumash? We try to listen by laning or hear a good vart. We'll look up, you know, what the Pasuk actually says. But, and, and yeah, Mishnayis, how many of us know Mishnayis? I mean, I'm sure there are some that do. And then, take the Mishnayis, throw in the garbage. Finally, we get a Gemara party, maybe fifth grade, sixth grade, Mishnayim Echzimatalis, we get so excited. A year or two later, we start learning Rab Chaim. And, and, and the more sophisticated we get, we no longer are a Siddur Jew, which is a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We no longer have anything to do with the Chumash. Chumash, that's HaKadosh, as we said, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaking to us. The Dvar Hashem, so many Pesukim. We barely could follow during laning. We have to look up. Many people are learning, the Shagas, whatever, the, the, the Mishnah Brura during laning. Laning is, is the Dvar Hashem. But he was saying how the more sophisticated we get, we, we leave the Tmimos. It's a very interesting marshal, and I thought it fits appropriately to what, to what we're talking about here in, in, uh, in the Sefer, that Ashri Tmimi Derech, the Derech of learning has to be Batam, Batmimus, Siddur, Chumash, Gemara, one line, right? A line, a line, a line here, a line there. It's not, not the, mo- the most sophisticated way of Avadis Hashem. Okay, so that was the first 
few uh, paragraphs that we got into. And then the final thing we, that we left off last time, as he gets into the Torah of Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman was saying that it seems like this person asked him, my tefillahs are not being heard in Eskaba, they're not being accepted. So he said that the only way they're going to be accepted is if you have chen, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees chen in you. How does HaKadosh Baruch Hu see chen in you? It's only through the Torah. So what does that mean, only through the Torah? So first of all, Petrimas has to be a, a person that is learning Torah in a, in a simple way, not, uh, not too complicated. A person has to be connected to the Torah. And the second thing was, there has to be this ahava, this, this burning love for the Torah. We got into the, the Gemara that a person that a person could be crazy over the Torah, that a person feels like he's lacking when he's not learning the Torah. So that's what we're up to. So, we should just know, however, as we said, so on one hand, we're, trying, so we're pushing two different things here. We're pushing the consistency, the tmimas, just, you know, we're learning one line at a time, keep your finger on the place, that consistency, Siddur, Chumash, Mishnayis, and they're also pushing this tremendous passion, this love for Tyra. There's, there's a consistent, you know, the only thing that's constant in life is the ups and downs, right? He said the Bini Ha'alam who can. We went through this at length. For everything in this world, there's ups and downs. There's, there's seasons and weather, everything. What's the advice to, to finally reach to, to find the love of Tyra that we're all looking for as to learn consistently even if it's not working out you're learning uh, and these dafim are tough and you're not feeling it it's 9 o'clock at night, you had a long day at work or learning Mr. Brew in the morning and we're learning Hilchas cracks in the Shifer. Still, Ach Beprimus Liboy, in your heart, it should be called Magamasa, your whole essence, Vechepsa, your desire should be Shiyagish Levasai Chavizatara. You just want to have Chavizatara, you want to have that love for the Torah, no matter what the topic is, you should have this burning desire to love the Torah. This is similar to what it says in the Sefer Yisoyed Havoy, the Gemara tells us in Psachim, that when a person learns Shalai Lashma, he learns because, as the Gemara there, Rashi Taisus talk about what does it mean Shalai Lashma, either it means he learns so that people could call him a sage, he learns to get a smicha tuda, he learns for Shalai Lashma, Balashma, one day, it will be Lashma. So he asks, in our eyes, many people learn. They're learning Shalal Shema. They're learning so they could give fancy speeches. They're learning so they could uh, know more than their friend. But they really are not learning Lashma, whatever Lashma means. We'll get to that at a different time. But they're not learning for the Torah itself. So he says, and the Yisrael have other answers. When we say that Lashma is going to end up one day, one day it will be Lashma, that's only when. When you're learning Shalai Lashma, it's only because I have no choice. Meaning, the entire time when you're not feeling it, you're not feeling the, the true essence of Tyra. You're learning for a different reason. I'm learning so I can make a CM during the nine days. I'm learning, I'm giving you, a, you know, there's, there's many, many examples of why people learn. Because, I don't know, you live in a community, everybody expects you to learn. You're not going to learn? Okay, so I'll show up, right? You're doing it, I have no choice. Uh, this, is, this is necessary. As uh, the whole entire time when he's not feeling it, he's like a child. He knows that 
I really need to do this, but I don't want to. So you tell your child, okay, if you do it, you'll get some treat. Reward, ice cream, usually sugar, right? Sugar is the best reward, easiest, cheapest reward. Okay, so you get some sugar, but, but as a parent, you hopefully want that child to realize this is something I should be doing. Now you could say that there are actually books written on that. It's called Punished by Rewards. There's a, there's a whole psychological thought. I don't know what to do practically, but, but the more you reward someone, you show them that this is not really good, meaning the chore is not good, and that's why I have to bribe you to do it, because you're not going to like this chore. But there's different uh, psychological opinions regarding rewards. But either way, there's a concept of a person has to bribe himself. He knows that he needs to do this, but the only way he's going to do it is if he bribe himself. You know, sometimes people need to lose weight. So they'll bribe himself, they'll give themselves a present, or, or they'll canast themselves if they don't lose a certain amount of weight. They know they need to do this, but that itself is not driving them. So you need to have some type of shaykha, some type of bribe. So if that's how you're approaching Tyra, meaning I know I have to learn. I have to learn Hilchus Mekvais because that's part of Tyra. HaKadosh Baruch wants me to learn Kol Tarakula. However, I'm not there yet. So you know what? I have a good idea. I'll write a book on Hilchus Mekvais, and that will get me to learn it. So I'm only doing it, not because I want to write the book. I write the book. I'm only doing it because I really want to learn Hilchus Mekvais. But... That's not going to do it for me. So it's like this little sheichas. That's fine. That's when one day it will be lishma. Um, you're in pain. Your inner desire. But I think is that in this way, one day you'll you'll learn lishma when nobody's watching and you're not writing anything and you're not giving speeches, not giving shiurim, not doing any of that stuff. You're doing it just because lishma. And a person's in the downs, which happens all the time. That's the only thing that we know for sure in life. He learns whatever he's able to. He's having a rough day. You learn whatever you can. There's no cheshek, no desire, no taste. Bleh. But deep inside, he wants to one day get that cheshek and tarik. So then, he's guaranteed. Will be beloved to him. Matuk etzlay, sweet. Naim, he writes kishmak, tam, full of taste. and the words of Torah will lighten him up. He'll, he'll be excited and passionate with the Torah. And just by the way, just in a very simple way. I don't know if you grew up following sports or you still follow sports. So one of the reasons why we uh, we're so passionate about it psychologically is because we give so much of our time and even when even when your team when even when the Mets are losing you know 11 nothing in the bottom of the eighth inning you're still watching the game you're still listening to the game under the pillows whatever as a child hoping right this hope but there's a the, the more you give to something the more you do even when it's down you invest so much of your time to it what you'll see the passion coming from it now sometimes it's a waste of time it's you know, Bishlam in the World Series, okay, you have, you have a decent, decent team, fine. But to stay up, you know, the eighth inning when, you, when your team is down by, yeah, pre, you know, uh, spring training down 10 runs, 10 nothing. Okay, that's just, uh, it's not Bittal Tyra. But the, uh, the concept is... Athletes of the warriors of our tribe. Yeah, but when they're losing, it's, uh, you can do something else. Abai and Rava, okay. But they're still doing better than any of us. Right, but there's a limit, you know. There's the, the people that you know stand by the marathon and they're just clapping and saying, you know, very nice. Everybody's running by. 
and do something else with your life, you know, get a, get a life. Okay, so... Yeah, marathons don't get the kind of crowds that are I'm just saying, the concept of... of First of all, there's a discussion of halacha. If you're allowed to say kamenah and nachrizeh, can I say, oh, this is wonderful, this is great. It's not so, it's not so posh you're allowed to say that. But either way, that's not a way a person should be spending his life watching, uh, not, not to give you muster, but just, you know, of course, it's uh, entertaining. Sometimes it's a good distraction. People need it. But uh, to make it a whole life, whole life's work, following athletes, uh, it's really a, really a waste, waste of a life. Anyways, um, that's what he says. So he says, So just one more thing. We didn't explain is the So there, the end of the Pasuk says that with his love, he'll be Meshuggah. He'll be always Meshuggah for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was the drush we had last week. He was sitting and he was learning in the lower market of of Tzipari, v'sadina imuto b'shuka elyon shal Tzipari, and his uh, his cloak, his shirt, is was was already in the shuka elyon shal Tzipari, meaning he had uh, he he forgot his shirt because he was so engrossed in the learning, he left his jacket in the other place. Ketzam eskasha zem in the verbena. So, so the so the uh, Rav Yaakov Meir is asking, what does this have to do with what we were discussing? Uh, what Rav Nachman was saying in this Tyra. and he just says in brackets, "Kfi kol l'shol." Uh, the the cloud that we have, This is what we have to just find a way to connect the entire chazal to this. So he says, At the end of this Torah, Torah Aleph of of Lukuti Maran. So we'll get to that soon because we go we're going slowly here. So he says he brings the the Gemara Baba Basra Daf Ayin Beis. There, there's this the famous story. I think it's 21 stories that Rabbi Barachana has. You know what, what the Gemara is talking about? So there, the Gemara goes on a tangent. And uh, people wrote books. I think of Aaron Feldman. Schlitter wrote a book um, based on the Guraz Pirish on those stories. Very interesting stories about the sea, about the boats. Anyways, Rabbi Bachana says, This wave that sinks the ship. So what does this mean, Haigala? And this is how the Guraz actually says Pshat as well. Haigala, this wave. This is the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara is trying to sink the Chain, the grace, and learning Tara is, is, is our, is our, um, our medicine, as the Gemara is going to say, against the Yitzhahara. And I gave you Tara Tavlin. So Rav Nachman says, What's the, what's the um, advice of the Yitzhahara? It's craziness. As the Gemara Saita tells us, a person is not over Avera, unless a Ruach Shtos came into his mind. He thinks that this is a good idea. This is crazy, but he's not thinking. The same way the people that are you have to hit them. And Rav Nachman says this is what they did in those days. You would put shameless on them, meaning, uh, you know, ka, ka, what do you say? What? Where Rav Nachman? Oh, you incite them. Oh, good. So very good. So you put uh, shameless on them, putting a uh, putting these names of, of of kabbalistic things on them. Kamoi Cain, mamash, the same way. And we'll explain that later. That's the end of the Torah of Torah Aleph. In the same way, a person who's nuts, you have to use, you know, metaphysical things to be able to get them to, to become normal or to be able to to be able to, to to think. They're so crazy. So the same way the Torah has that power. 
Now he says, V'yadu'a bi'ura shel ha'goyin ha'mitsharet in the Sefer Papyrus l'chachma al'inin shnei ha'segula sheish b'tara. There are two segulas that Tara has to help us combat a Yitzhahara. And what? Sh'ha'yitzhahara mefatas ha'adam. Yitzhahara seduces a person ba'achas mishteat racham. One of two ways. Oi. Number one, this is probably most of our averus that we do. We don't like to admit it. The Ramam says when a person um, rationalizes something, it's one of the averus that you're never going to do tshuva for because you always do the right thing. So here we see, here we see one of them. He tells you that that you should do. Eh, don't do it. It's an avera. You shouldn't do that. It's it's bad. Or an avera shemitzvah. That avera you should do. Kigoyin. Shekan There's a huge mitzvah right now to make a big machlekes. <laughs> so a person thinks it's a great idea. But that's an avera. Or mitzvah l'dabar l'zulas You want to help uh, the community? You want to help a school? Let me speak lashon hara about this about my friend for like an hour and a half. That's a big mitzvah to help the community, right? Not really. But the person rationalizes it because he's doing a good thing in, in his mind. Look at hilchas lashon hara. There's so many isurim daraisa a person could do having a five-minute conversation about uh, you know about the rosh Shiva, right? But he's doing it because he wants to help the yeshiva. But you got to be careful. So you're taking isurim daraisa and you're changing it lahater. Ay, the other one is so that's one way of yitzhara. Ay, shenichnas by ruach shdas. This is what the gemara says. Shusuk achash yitzhara. Not that he's rationalizing that this is this is something that, that that's really needed. It's very important to have this tremendous lashon hara conversation. That's not what's happening here. He just he just done. He's It's like a drug addict. He knows. He knows. Drugs are bad. Yes. Drugs are bad. Cigarettes are bad. Yes. He can't stop himself. He can't stop himself. He give you a whole speech of why this activity is is bad for your body. It's bad for your neshama. But he he just he can't say no. He just going to the avera like a sheep going to slaughter. He just can't control himself. So. Those are the two types of, of Yitzhar that we have in our life. Okay, now the Ramam actually says the harder one to do tshuva on is the one that, that you're rationalizing because you're never going to do tshuva. Everything, you did, everything was good. Every time he spoke during davening, it was the most important thing in the world. Every time a person spoke Lashonara, he was saving Klai Yisrael. Right, whatever, whatever, uh, fine. Fine. Against this shigoin, he knows he's not doing the proper thing. I just can't hear you. He has this push without control to damage or to hurt someone else. What's the etza? You have to be hit. Whatever that means, on whatever level. Psychological hit, uh, physical hit. They hit him, meaning you have to frighten him. He has to be hit. He has to be scared. Otherwise, he's just going to do what he's doing. That's one way of dealing with it. What if someone's corrupt? If they're so corrupt, he thinks he has to go with this. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. He thinks he's bringing Mashiach with this action. You can't talk to him. He's so convinced that what he's doing is correct in life. Hitting him is not going to do anything. He needs like a kamea, an amulet for shemois. To somehow straighten his brain. The Torah has two koiches here. Because the Gemara tells us the Yitzhahara so whatever the koyach of the Yitzhahara is, the Torah is going to help us. So there's two different ways, two different methods. 
נגד שיגעון של כפיאס היצר, היינו המקלויס, against this craziness of the Yitzhah, you have to be hit, the Torah helps you, וכן כוייך נגד מויח המובוס, against the crooked mind, is כוייך השמש, the connection, the שמש of Torah. So let's just, what does that mean on our level? ופיזה יש לנו בדבר חז"ל של רב אלעזר בן פדס, שבתורה יש סוד של שיגעון. There is a site, a foundation of craziness. How does that work? Through the love of Tyra, that will combat this craziness. It's a love of Kedusha. It's love that's greater than Seichel. This is the way to combat the Yetzirah of, of the Sitzirah. Without the, with, you know, un, uh, unlimited love to the Torah, that's going to help. So I once saw a, um, there's a, there's a, there's a fellow named Waldo Waldman, I think his name is. He wrote a book, Never Fly Solo. It was a very interesting book. He's a, he was an Air Force uh, pilot. And he suffered later on in life, during his career, and he, he became claustrophobic. He was in a, a, a um, scuba diving accident. And he writes how, if you're claustrophobic, you can't be flying you know, F-16s. So I once heard an interview, and he was saying how, imagine, imagine you don't like, you don't like swimming. You don't, you're, never, you're not a diver. And you're standing on a diving board, 50 feet in the air. You're not jumping into the water, right? It's not happening. What if your child is in the water, struggling to swim? You're jumping in. There's no question about it. At some point, you would say, you're going to die. But 30 feet, 40 feet, yeah, you're jumping in to save your child. Why is that? So there's, there's a certain level that love can overcome seichel. That seichel tells you, I'm not jumping in. I'm not going to swim. I'm not a great swimmer, and the love just just pulls you in. You're going. You're just going to jump in if it's a child. So maybe that's that's what he's talking about here. That when that when we think about often, as he said, we do our various We're just following the sheep. We have no control of our lives, and sometimes we try so hard and nothing helps. Perhaps when we see the Torah of the Tavlin, it's through this love, this abundant love of Torah, the shigain, the craziness for Torah. If a person has this love for Torah, so the love, that connection, you don't want to ruin that love, or just without thinking, the love for the Torah, that will hold one back from the Averis. Perhaps that is, that is what he's saying. So let's just sum it up. To sum it up, we, we just touched upon the surface of the Yisoidim of, of, of the Likutimaran in his first Torah here. Shehem, which we said is Tamimois, serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu with innocence, without this crazy sophistication, not a complicated way of Adas Hashem. As we said, the Siddur, the Chumash, the Mishnayis, learning, Lima Torah, Ahavas Torah, the love for the Torah, Kabbalas Al Torah, Right, consistency, the tmimus, very good. And the Kabbalah's altar, accepting the altar, which means I have a chiv to learn. Not, I'm only going to learn contemporary halachic issues of the, of the uh, current events. But uh, what about everything else? There's a chiv to learn Torah every single day, even if it's not kishmak. The Torah kiskula the Kabbalah satfilos. And the Torah helps for Kabbalah satfilos that this is the chayin, and we're going to get into the next thing that in Shir Beis, getting into the, the next part of this. So Yazar Shemis Barach, Shemis Barach, Shahapa, Shatia, Zuaz, Chalotaiva. This should be a good beginning. The, the strength of life and health, to continue learning the fire same and to be uh, fire same, to to uh, to to to, um, to discuss of Rav Nachman 
Mibreslev. Um, okay, just the sheer base is going to get into, uh, take it to the next level. So we ain't seen nothing yet. I'm just telling you. So we're going to get to the next level of what is the chain, what is Ayala Sahavim, what is the Torah, and we're going to get deeper and deeper into the Torah of Rav Nachman. Have a wonderful Shabbos.